Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Today, joining me is Ray Wong of the Constellation Grouping. Ray and I have been just crossing paths for the last 10, 15 years. We've diverged and taken different paths. He's always been an analyst, and I've kind of always been a clown. So uh, I wanted to get caught up with Ray. He had a new book come out July 21st. And uh, we're also going to talk about what he calls the cookie apocalypse, which wasn't much of an apocalypse, but there's the threat of that happening again in a couple of years. So, Ray, welcome to the show, and please provide a little bit of a background on yourself. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot for having me. You're right. You know, we've been bumping to each other in CRM conferences, you know, CX conferences, sales conferences, marketing conferences. You know, I've been watching you do keynotes. Um, You know, I've been an analyst for way too long. (laughs) I'd say probably the last couple of decades. Um, You know, Constellation Research, believe it or not, is we're 11 years old at the moment. And uh, we started out in 2010 talking about digital transformation. And it wasn't about like digital channels. We were talking about business models. Um, and what was interesting is during that period of time, like when we got to 2015, that's when the first book came out on disrupting digital business. You know, it was talking about, hey, here's what a digital business looks like. And so we get 2018, people start actually building this stuff. And we're like, oh, wow, okay, this is, you know, it's real. And then the pandemic hits, right? And, and it's like, it's real. It's more than a channel. It's business models. It's monetization models. And everybody's doing digital transformation. And, and they're seeing what's going on. And so sometime in 2018, 2019, we're talking to customers like what works, what doesn't work. Right. Uh, And then the pandemic hits and you knew what didn't work. Um, So here I I am like pre-pandemic, February, 2020, I just put in a proposal to a book. I'm pitching these publishers about writing about what's next, right? Because we noticed something was really weird that was happening out there. And it's, you know, from all the clients, like we have about a thousand CXOs that we work with. um, And we noticed that the folks that were succeeding in digital transformation were still not winning. We couldn't figure out what it was. We realized it was the fact that these digital giants um, we're playing a different game. And let me give you, a, let me give you like the magnitude of the game here. Love it. Tell the, us. Mar- the market cap of Microsoft, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Netflix, right? The, and Apple was like $2 trillion in 2017. Now, Mark, you know this, like when companies are big, right? They, they often slumber. They don't grow 40% every year. They don't, you know, continue to expand into other product lines. You know, they can't find the right employees. Like they're limited. Like they just don't grow. I mean, in the history of capitalism, that's normally what happens. These companies get big, fat, happy, lazy, and they decline. Well, here we have these companies. If you look at the market cap today of those companies, they went from 2 trillion to like almost 10 and a half trillion. In four years, they quintupled, right? That doesn't happen. It's like, it's crazy. And they're playing a different game. And that's really the secret sauce behind this book, right? And so the book has $100 billion unicorns built in there, some inside existing companies. They, they don't even see it. They don't see that market potential um, and they can unlock that. And there's $3 trillion market ideas in the book. So if you see those unicorns uh, in there and you want to figure out how to go build one, give me a call because uh, we can huh. actually lay that out. Because we, we wow. see it, right? And these trends are there, right? Not all tech stocks are the same either. You have to do a couple of things and we'll get into all that. But the book talks about digital giants, how they came about, how to go beat a digital giant and partner to create one. And then of course, what do you do to regulate these digital giants? 
and I look forward to reading your book. I read The Four Horsemen by Scott Galloway. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to, to read that, but he talks about, you know, the, 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 fang, uh, the fang stocks, the fang companies. But I think you have a, a very unique and better perspective just because you've been analyzing these trends and companies and products and all along the way. So uh, if you haven't got a copy of his book, please do. It'll be in the show notes and we'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. So why did you write the book, Ray? So we wrote the book because we realized digital transformation is not enough. We've been talking about it and we realized because the game had changed, you have to do it differently. Um, a great example was like, if you look at most companies today, um, I think something like in the Fortune 500, um, almost as 40, 47% of companies are owned by the same people, right? And it's literally like a handful of 14 investors, right? And, and they're playing a different game. Basically what happens is, you know, every company is competing for EBITDA, their earnings, uh, but something more sinister is going on be, behind, besides that. Um, in order to succeed in the market today, you have to at least do 15% of returns to keep even because we print so much money, the inflation behind it, people expect the returns to be 20 to 30%. But even if you deliver returns that are 20 to 30%, your investors are doing something sinister. They're divining stock buybacks. They're demanding you do M&A. They're dividing you know, dividends, right? And basically they're stripping you of the cash that you need to go out and beat these digital giants. In fact, it's even worse. The investors are taking the cash that you created to go invest in startups that are the next digital giants to beat the crap out of you. Right. That, that's how sinister it is. Right. And, and so these companies never get a chance to go innovate. They're stuck in an operational efficiency M&A cycle um, of returning to shareholder value to the point where they, they never get to innovate. They never get to build you know, the, the next, in, next company. And so basically, they've got two hands tied behind their back. And then people are wondering why they don't innovate. Why don't they think long term? Why don't they build it out? Right. And so, so that's, that's problem number one. Problem number two is a little bit different. You have to have a very different team. You have to have a very different setup for digital business um, to build a digital giant, actually. And there are five factors, right? The first one is you have to disintermediate customer account control. And what I mean by that is you have to aggregate. You have to take customers away from the people you're working with. In fact, you have to give, let them feel good about giving their customers away to you. Right. And, and, and this happens all the time, right? You see that with food delivery apps, right? These hundreds of thousands of small business customers who couldn't do delivery handed over their customer lists, right? So that they could get delivery. And pretty soon the food delivery apps companies basically had a network of millions of customers who then disintermediated the customers of those suppliers as they were doing the shipping piece, right? And the delivery piece, right? And pretty soon they're trading on that data to figure out, hey, do we put a, do we, you know, sign up another Italian restaurant where you live or do we go get to the Thai folks or do we get to a Chinese restaurant over here? Or, hey, wait, wait, maybe we need like a vegan place, right? And, and so they use the data more effectively as they build these big networks, as they disintermediate customer account control, and then, of course, they started doing digital monetization, right? They have ads, they have search, they have memberships, they have subscriptions. Some people even built ghost kitchens, right? And then here's the kicker. They can lose hundreds of millions of dollars, but the restaurants can't, right? And so basically, they're spending and spending till they get to market growth, till they get to escape velocity. And so these five things, customer account control, disintermediation, building the biggest network, competing on data, uh, doing digital monetization, and having a long-term mindset, these five things are allowing digital giants to succeed. 
So that begs the question, right? Is it Facebook, Apple, you know, Amazon, Netflix, Google, Microsoft, like who are the next set of digital giants? Right. And, and they're in front of you. They're like Roblox and Robinhood and Starlink and Coupang and GoTo and, you know, Swiggy, right? All these companies all around the world are creating their own digital giants. And do you break it down in the book as a formula? How do you uh, let, let people say, hey, you read this book and, you know, it's the starting point of, of building a big brand like that. Or if you've got a brand, how you improve it. Is that basically how you lay it out or you have another way? We do. We do lay it out that way, right? You write the book and then you have to go do keynotes and then you realize you can condense everything into seven points. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we are, right? So, so the five things that you have to do are for companies that just want to build a digital giant for scratch. If you're an existing company, you have to rethink your company life cycle. And I'll explain a little bit about that. And you have to do joint venture startup. You, know, you have to do these joint venture startups, which are really a new set of partnership models that create brand new entities that allow you to compete with the digital giant. But the first part is really important, right? Think about it. When you first start a company, you think about your mission and your purpose, and that becomes the ethos of your brand, right? You go out, you, you know, define it, you know, then you go out and hire the top people you can think about, you get them together into the company. Then you go out and create a product or offering that you go deliver to the marketplace. And once you do that, you go to markets, right? Is, is it a geography? Is it an industry? Is it the size of market like an SMB? Uh, and then it all goes to hell when you go public. Right. I mean, you know, it's like revenue per employee, profit per sale. Right. Uh, and, and after a while, these companies forget who they are. They get middle aged and they don't know why they're there. And suddenly people don't understand why they're in business and their brand fails and their marketing fails. And, you know, you've seen all that. And so someone decides to do a turnaround. The challenge here, though, is these turnaround catalysts require a different approach. For example, you need an owner operator to come in to change the brand and the mission and say, hey, it's much bigger. You need to change the cap table so you can start recruiting talent to, for a lot of upside and bring stock and bring upside to like the talent you want to keep. Right? You then take advantage of a technology in terms of the product offering so that you can actually advance your capabilities and do something different right? and remake yourselves. Then in terms of markets, you're not thinking about industry vertical markets or geographies anymore. You're thinking about multi-sided data value chains, right? Where data is brokered on two ends or three ends or even more. And that's a very different game. And then the last piece is you have to reset your shareholder exp ex expectations. You can't operate in that short-term mindset. You can't have you know board members that don't understand technology and the implications. You can't have board members that don't understand the bigger fight against other digital giants. You can't do it, right? You have to change those five things. Very few companies are even going to change those fives. Some people change like three and say, oh, look at me. And I'm like, no, you need to change all five. Back to your formula comment. If you don't change those five, you're not going to have a turnaround. You're not going to deliver on that turnaround catalyst. And you're no place to compete with the digital giant. Do you talk about how to get everyone on board to change those, those five? I mean, it just seems like that is the big challenge. It's like, even if you have a CEO, it's like gung-ho for it. And he ostensibly has the power to do it. It's still getting the rest of the organization to do the, to go through that change management process, to believe in it, buy into it. Do you, is there, do you guys talk about that or is that something you guys handle as a, as a consulting uh, firm? Yeah, no, we, we don't, we, we lay it out. We explain why that's important. We show people why the change management will get you there. Uh, we think that's one of the big 
pieces that's often missing. Uh, but more importantly, we explain the turnaround catalysts, how people can actually build those turnaround catalysts to be successful, uh, which is also in the book. But but I think the the, the more important thing is that these organizations, um, that willingness to make that shift, there are not a lot of companies that will end up doing that. And and so this is why we always have the stat, you know, I mean, you know, in 2015, we're like 52% of the Fortune 500 have been merged, acquired, gone bankrupt. We think it's 61% today. It's not unlikely that it could be 84% of the Fortune 500 gone by 2040 because of these types of dynamics. Wow. That's your prediction or what, uh, what are like the big things that are going to knock these companies out? Um, a lot of it is really the fact that they don't know how to compete on data. Uh, they don't understand digital monetization. They're not building those models for the future. And, and I think that's been the biggest challenge. Okay. Wow. Let's see. I want to wrap things up because I really think um, people need to read your book. Is there any other thing that you think is important about your book that people should know uh, about buying it or should they buy, shouldn't they buy it? You know, who's it for? Just wrap it up for us. Yeah, it's simple. The, this book is for entrepreneurs who are beating and trying to build the next digital giant. This book is for uh, global 2000 executives that want to figure out how they can actually get a handle and actually frame their uh, business problem and, and compete with digital giants. And it's also for politicians and legislators who are trying to figure out when and how to regulate digital giants. We talk about the need to make personal pro personal data a property right. We talk about the need for data portability. We talk about the need to actually do a cost-benefit analysis. I mean, some person in DC, like an assistant DA is like, we're going to sue Amazon for making prices lower. And you're like, dude, you're an idiot. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like, it's like a benefit. Like, okay, fine. I get it. If they were higher, but okay, uh, fine. You want to brandish your career, like go sue a big tech person. Okay. I get it, but that's not what I would do. Um, these guys are creating a lot of benefits. And the last piece is when value chains are being converged and it's not industries, it's the data value chains. For example, comms, media, entertainment, and tech are really the same business model. And most people don't realize that. And so when you see acquisitions that are taking that stack across the board, you understand that, Hey, a movie title, a live stream, a software title, you know, a game, all the same thing. It's just digital content. Love it. Always a pleasure talking to you. There's so much more um, I'm going to get out of your book, I'm sure. Uh, where could people find you online and uh, how do they reach out to you? Simple. You can find me on Twitter at RWANG0. You can follow me at www.raywong.org if you can see what's going on. And of course, you can check the Constellation website out at www.constellationr.com. And then Fridays, you can always catch us at 11 a.m. Pacific. Me and Bala have a little show called Disrupt TV. Uh, so kind of fun interview show. Yeah. And that's been around for a long time. You should tune into the show as well. Ray, pleasure. Um, and uh, I think we were going to talk about another subject, but I'm trying to keep it uh, in time. Uh, I want to have you back. If you're willing. No problem. Yeah, it would be great to talk about the cookie apocalypse. Uh, sounds good. What's handy. Yeah, sounds wonderful, Mark. Mark.